I'm Amy Eddings. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's WNYC's Financial 411, our take on the economic news of the day. It was a rocky start to trading this week as fears about Europe's debt crisis seized investors. The Dow Jones fell 151 points, closing at 12,506. The S&P dropped 24 points, ending at 1,319. And the Nasdaq fell 57 points, closing at 2,803. And it's not just European debt that is worrisome. There's also the current debate in Washington over raising the U.S. debt ceiling. With me now to discuss this and the week ahead in business is WNYC's business editor, Charlie Herman. Hi, Amy. Hi, Charlie. Okay, we've been here before. The debt ceiling negotiations broke down with Republicans this weekend on a big vision deal. President Obama today put pressure on both parties to address the long-term debt. I met with congressional leaders yesterday. We're going to be meeting again today, and we're going to meet every single day until we get this thing resolved. He says now is the time to deal with these issues. Is he going to get this resolved, Charlie? Well, that's the question. I mean, he keeps saying, if not now, when? That it's time to pull this Band-Aid off and do what's necessary. And he's made it clear that, that he's not going to sign any short-term deal for 30 days or six or 60 days, 90 days, like we saw back when they were trying to get an actual budget to fund the government. And we had several continuing resolutions. So he's really in this, he's really trying to be this man in the middle, trying to tell his own constituency, look, we have to look at cuts to entitlement programs like Medicare and Social Security, and at the same time saying to the Republicans, you have to acknowledge that there need to be tax increases. This is the only way that we're going to be able to deal with the deficit that we have right now to pay it down and that we need to increase this debt ceiling. This week is also the start of second quarter earnings season. After last week's dismal jobs report, what's the expectation? Well, it's actually expected to be up about uh, 10 to 13 percent in terms of profits, which sounds good, but it's actually one of the slowest rates that we've seen in the past couple of years uh, coming out of the recession when you saw a real boom in companies. And in particular on Wall Street, uh, we're really getting the signs that profits are going to be down there uh, for a bunch of reasons. They're not lending as much as they were before. They're, a lot of the fees they get to charge have been reduced. Uh, and so they're just having difficulties in there's the expectation that there could be more layoffs uh, and cutbacks at Wall Street firms. WNYC's Charlie Herman, thanks. Thank you. Right now, above our heads, the space shuttle Atlantis is circling the Earth. It's the last and final flight for the shuttle program after 30 years. For the next generation of astronauts wanting to travel to outer space, they may have to settle for a trip to the planetarium. That's where reporter Tracy Samuelson finds the man who creates those shows. It's part of our series, New York Works. Astro Visualizer. It's a pretty crazy title, and Carter Emmert is one of only about two dozen in the country. It basically means he turns data from outer space into images here on Earth. But hold that thought. Here's the first thing I learn about Emmert when I beat him at the Hayden Planetarium at the American Museum of Natural History. Sorry. That's okay. What are you listening to? Um, the egg. The egg. Okay. The um, egg is an electric funk band Emmert discovered through a former colleague at NASA, where he worked before coming to the planetarium. They listened to it while driving to Burning Man, the week-long festival in the Nevada desert. It's good space music. Emmert has long, wavy gray hair, black pants that lace up the sides, and stacks of bracelets that climb both arms almost to his elbows. His office is also eclectic, coated with figurines, mobiles, prayer flags, and paper lanterns. So that's one side of him. Then there's this. These galaxies are all sort of flying away from us. Andromeda is the exception because we see it closing in on us. I don't even know where we're going to collide. But galaxies beyond that follow this rule that 
with their, their speed away from us is proportional to the distance. Emmert can give stats about space the way a sports fan might talk about their favorite athlete. It can be a bit tough to follow sometimes. But these two seemingly different sides of him make sense for this work. It's his job to take data from NASA and astrophysicists and make it into something the rest of us can understand and even enjoy. We live on a planet powered by a star. That's actress Whoopi Goldberg narrating the current show, Journey to the Stars. Last year, over a million people sat under the planetarium's big dome, zooming through space while learning how stars are born. Emmert says the Hidden Planetarium was the first to take planetarium shows from static, relatively flat views of the night sky as you'd see it from Earth to these 3D renderings of space, like the audience is actually on board the spaceship. Now, most other planetariums have followed suit. Well, I loaded the universe. It takes uh, about two minutes or so. The planetarium's just installed new projectors in the dome. They have better color quality than the old ones. And Emmer is taking them out for a test spin. We hover over India and then pull back further and further into the universe. Everything on Earth starts to blur together. And that, Emmert says, is kind of the point. I think if school children around the world can really see the Earth for how it really looks like this, you begin to understand the integrated nature that we are and the, the society. We're a global society. That perspective is what Emmert hopes each person takes away from the shows. It might also be why he thinks it's no big deal to have a long-distance relationship with someone in Bangkok. For WNYC, I'm Tracy Samuelson. Then supernovas blasted these elements into space. You can listen to the entire New York Work series at our website, wnyc.org. It's the Financial 411 on WNYC.